All right, let's get going. I am like overwhelmed, honestly, at all of your beautiful faces. Thank you so much for showing up. First of all, can you hear me? Hey ladies, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Deborah. thank you for your hair and your jacket. Good Lord, that makes me happy. That makes me so happy. I'm overwhelmed and I promise I will not cry. This full time, you just gotta, I just need a minute. Thank you for being here. Thank you for not giving up. So my only request is that uh, you make sure you're muted. Thank you so much. Hi, Deidre. Only because, not that I don't want to hear from you, but only because uh, due to like the delay, you know what I mean, how recordings go and how the internet works. Sometimes it causes um, really weird echoing and things of that nature. But I want to say hello. Thank you for staying here. Um, I, I'm quite proud to have given you people like Jackie Bull. Sorry, Jackie Woodfin. Sorry, Jackie. Jackie Bull Bull. Remember, Lee would yell that every time he saw you. But you got Shalene, you got my friend Jen, and you got Michelle Myers. I mean, kind of got more than you bargained for, in my humble opinion. And I'm so proud that God has um, blessed us with such amazing people. Let's start this off the right way. I'm going to pray. And then I have some cool stuff to share with you. But most of all, I just want to say thank you before we get going. Dear Jesus, I love you. Please take that yucky noise out of my voice. Why can't I have a pretty crying voice? I don't know, but God, it, it just is what it is. Jesus, I love you. I have not felt this close to you since I was a single mother all those years ago. And I hate to think that that's where we are again, God, but you have purpose. I trust you. You were sovereign. You did what you did and you're doing what you're doing for a reason and maybe many, many reasons, but I believe it all flows into your grand purpose. I thank you for today. I thank you for these beautiful women that get it. God, I've prayed for this for so long and you are just so faithful, God. Thank you for people willing to be a part of something that we don't really 100% know all of the angles, Lord God, but I know that you have purpose in this. I know that you're going to grow each of us not only as your daughters, but as mothers and wives and parents and friends. And Lord God, just so we can be more like you and closer to you, God. And maybe for some of us, we've just started to pray for the first time in a long time or ever, or we've just first started to go, okay, what is this all about? Lord, and I thank you for that. I don't, I know you've told me and, and had it placed on my heart that you want me to share that there's no right way we don't have to go to a certain church. We don't have to look a certain way. We don't have to read a certain thing other than the Bible, of course, but that you just want us. Lord, I pray, I pray that this call and the Bible babes will be glorifying to you, that somehow, Lord, this will minister to my sweet sisters, Lord God, that they will understand there's so much more to this and that God doesn't use perfection. He uses these messy, broken stories and messy, broken people to, to, to show his glory. Lord, where we're weak, you are strong, Lord. And oh my gosh, am I weak? But I'm not weak because you're in me, Lord God. And I pray this for all my friends too. Thank you, God for letting these women walk through this, not only with me, but maybe to learn how to minister to a friend or someone that this might happen to. But Lord, this is just one of the many things that you're going to do. I know it. 
I ask that you just infuse yourself in the babes, infuse yourself in this call. I pray that your spirit just will roam, Lord God, and that you will prompt us to do the things that you want us to do and that we will not silence that prompting. We will open our hearts to it and do it. I ask all this in your precious holy name. Amen. Well, this could be one of four times I've put makeup on in the last month. I'm just letting you know. I'm happy to send you some of those pictures. I don't know if you're going to want them. Hi, Jill. You just come out. Hi, Sherry. I, I literally wish we were all in a room. And I would be like, Molly, Aaron, you know, Stephanie, come here. I would love that so much. But let me share with you a few things. Number one, we, let's talk about prizes. I don't know if you remember, but our very first call with Abby, we had got these adorable mugs. I don't know if you can read that, but it basically says, begin each day with a grateful heart. And they're just beautiful. They have these cute little things on the bottom. Well, I have two I'm going to give away today, and I still have two more to award for those girls that originally watched the first call and then did what I asked them to do, which is tell me something, you know, interesting about the call that you wouldn't know unless you watched it. And then today, too, I just I just thought it would be fun if I gave away two of these. These are spa and wellness cards. I didn't even know what these were, and I've been gifted, and then I was like, I'm going to get some more because they're amazing. Any participating like spa place, and it could be nails, it could be uh, facials, it could be eyebrow waxing, it could be anything, they participate, then you can use these cards. So we will give away four prizes today. So please just hang on with me. I'm recording this, of course. And um, if you are watching this later on, let me know you've watched it because I have two more spa cards that I will be giving you. So I've got two kind of meaty things I want to share with you. But number one, I'm in the middle of becoming a woman of excellence. And um, I, I just, a few of you are familiar with Cynthia Heald. I just love her. And like, if you Google her, you're going to be like, oh, it's just, it's kind of like that older lady that maybe goes to the church or I see at the at Walgreens or something. Um, but I feel like she's my mentor. And I've, I mean, even when I was married before and then when I became single again, unfortunately, I did all her studies. And I just wonder, what would you think about us as a community doing this Bible study in February? Would that be something you might want to do? Here, here, hi, Tabitha. Hi, honey. Here's what's hard about this kind of study, though. You know, when we did the countdown to Christmas, I mean, there was one a day. It was very easy to know. I've got one to do today. Or if you were behind, you could easily do like two or three. You know, no big deal. These are in chapters. And my only concern, and I'll, I'll figure this out, is that people like, I know Rebecca Ross, will open up this book at 5 a.m. in the morning and at 2 p.m. she's done. And I'm just saying, we, we can't do it that way. Because what I want to do, I mean, you can do it, of course, any way you want. But what I would think would be the best way is for us to divide these chapters up and us within the babes community, you know, c communicate. Like maybe we do um, half of a chapter a day. I don't know. I'm just, and then like we, we talk about it. We On our live call, that would be part of what we talk about is what we've learned the past week from this. You hop on and tell me what you've learned and what, you know, is it, sticking out to you. But um, if this is something you want to do, I'll put this in an email you need to get yours. I have a link for you that you that I'll share with you that you could easily get it. Um, they're around, I don't know, $8, 10, I would say $12 at the most, $5 at the least. I found these on um, Amazon, but it was through one of those uh, secondhand uh, 
retailers, but it was brand new. Does that, do you know what I'm talking about? Like they'll have like purchasing options and don't pretend you don't know Amazon. All right, just make sure. You know, like, like click here for more purchasing options. And I was like, well, let me see. So this one was, I think, $7. Regardless, it's worth thousands. I mean, it's amazing. So if this is something you want to do, when I send out that email, I mean, simply get it. And if, if like Linda, you're already like, I'm, in, I'm doing it, girl, then go ahead and go for it. But I'll send you a link just to make it as easy as possible on you. But it's to be called Becoming a Woman of Excellence. And of course, she's doing a lovely Pio move here, and that made me even happier. Although the first cover of this book didn't look anything like that. So let me get into two things. One is, I think, something we all can totally share. And the second one's a little bit more about what God's bringing me through right now. Um, I've been praying for like two weeks about this call, to have the guts, to have the um, foundation to not ball this whole time. Um, but all I know is that if this was you, I would be right here where you are. I would be just like, I'm here. I am going to write a book, though, on what not to say. <laughs> I'm happy to share that with you. I'll put in a chapter of what to say, but I'm happy to share with what not to say. Um, and I'll give you a quick uh, summary on what not to say. And first of all, when someone loses someone, don't, don't talk to them about yourself. <laughs> which may be like, oh, I wouldn't do that. Oh yeah, we, we do because we want, I think, the person to know how wonderful they made us feel and things like that. But after a while, I'm like, I know, I miss him and I feel you know so empty. Um, but I will tell you the people that, I mean, everyone's been so gracious, do not get me wrong. But the people that have just said, I love you. I'm here for you. I pray for you. Your boys are on my mind. I'm your, I'm your friend forever. Like, like that, I'm like, thank you. It just, it helps me feel stronger. So it, in that note, there's a very sweet person that knew Lee forever. They're good friends. And um, she kept sending me texts asking me for things. Like I'm barely brushing my teeth, you guys. And and, and like, like I, I did put a bra on, but like even that was difficult, you know? And it's just, it's one of those things you're just like, oh, and she kept saying, hey, I need so-and-so's address. Hey, um, I hope you're okay today, but I need this and that. And like, I'm like, what's happening? And I, I wanted to be gracious to her, but at the same time, I'm like, what the, like, I'm barely functioning here. Some days I don't, you know, I didn't eat at all. Some days I ate a ton and it's like that I'm still working out because just your emotions are just so weird. But on the last thing she sent me, she was like, okay, I need these pictures from you and Lee. I, I need this. I'm doing this thing. And I just was like, and something inside me triggered that I wanted to write her back and say, Look, I love you and I want to be rude to you, but I have no energy. But I was like, okay, no, that didn't sound right. So I, I you know, I, you know how you type another one up, and I'm like, I'm like, why am I wasting my time typing to her? So I just said, everything we have is on Facebook. That would be the best place to go. That's all I've got. And then I just kind of shut it down. And um, I, I don't think she took it as all rude, but I was mad. And I'm like, okay, I am all, I'm willing to help anyone, but right now in this season of life, I've got nothing. Like it's me and my prayer life and my boys. That's all I've got. And so then I read a Bible study and God quickly put me in my place, even knowing what all is going on. Now I'll share this with this study with you. This is when um, we were in Houston and Lee had 41 days at, at MD Anderson. I've shared this before, but it's called settle my soul, settle my soul, a hundred quick uh, minutes with, uh, you could meet with Jesus. And this one was titled The Point of All These People. And as much as we've been inundated with people, I tip, I almost always love people. Like, there's very few that I don't love. And it's only because 
you know, there's some things you're like, I don't know that I have love for that person. Um, I want to share a scripture and then I want to share a quote from this. The scripture comes from John 13, 34 through 35. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you're my disciples if you love one another. This is like my kind of motto for life. Like, like Jackie and Deidre, I feel like we've had this conversation before, and even even you, uh, um, Rebecca. But of all things that we're Christians are known by, it's not their love, and like it should be. But th- there's just a lot of uh, you know, I think r- ritualistic and legalistic stuff, and well, we're this and we're that, and it's just like if we go back, what would Jesus do? He would just first love. He wouldn't say, I'm sorry you did not wear the right outfit. I'm sorry you didn't attend the right church. I'm sorry you didn't pray to me correctly. I'm sorry um, you did that on Tuesday and not Friday. Like, it wouldn't work like that. Jesus is about love. And that's what we're supposed to be about. And, and it, it changes not only our judgmental attitudes, but it really softens everything. And I keep trying to think that. So just for a minute, put yourself in my position. And I hope that you never have to go through what I'm going through, by the way, because it's frigging hard. Um, but I feel terrible. I'm yucky. I don't like how my body's doing. I'm trying my best to take care of these boys. I'm trying my best to figure out like, like, oh, I have to pay all the bills now. Like in, in our relationship, I, I don't mean this to read way, but I kind of made the money. He, he'd saved it and, and paid her bills. You know, that's kind of how we do. And, um, I like, I don't, I don't even know how I'm figuring all this out. I'm getting help and barely making it. And she's going, Hey, I need this from you. Hey, I need this from you. And it's like, so put yourself in that position for one second. And then you read this and you're like, okay, even in this time, if I know better, even if this time, if they're supposed to know us by our love, I was not very loving to her. While I, I don't think I was rude at the same time, this was rude. If you could have heard what was going on here, what, what, you know? And so there's a quote in here that says, well, it's kind of like a prayer, but it says, Father, help me look at my relationships with people in my life as opportunities to show love and reflect you. Give me the strength to not grow weary like I'm weary. And I know that you're thinking, well, of all times, it's okay for you to be weary. It is, but when the Holy Spirit's convicting me in the midst of this, I know better, so I have to do better. Give me the strength to not grow weary. Help me honor others and love them with the love that you've shown me. So I give that to you because... I think one of the hardest things we can do, not only as humans, but is to put others before ourselves. And I think what's interesting about that is we think that that means that we think everyone's better than us and that they can't be better than us. And I don't really think that's what that means. It's a command that God's given us. And God wants our obedience more than our sacrifices. He wants obedience. So for me to be obedient, even when I don't want to be, is actually me following what God wants us to, wants me to do and wants us to do. Does that make sense? So I'm reading this in the middle of all this thinking of all times I I could get a pass on being rude. It's now. And God was like, no, no, you don't. Even though, yeah, everyone would understand. It's not who you are. It's not what I want you to do. It's not what I've commanded you to do. And it's not biblically right. And by the way, I didn't, I didn't apologize, but, um, I, she just got back, she got back to me like the next day or whatever. It's like late at night. She's like, okay, cool. I kind of thought so. I just thought you might have some high quality ones. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you later. Like it was cool. And I just want to lovingly share with you, even in the hardest parts of your day and time, I want you to know that God still expects something from us. Look what he did in the hardest thing. And I think we do let ourselves off the hook sometimes too much. Some things I do think we should 
chill out a little bit on. Don't get me wrong. But even in this, and I want to share with you, if God's telling me that in this, open your heart to what he might be telling you. And then that leads me to my second thing, the prompting of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit, Israel, he was a gift given to us. Um, In Matthew 28, when Jesus is ascending into heaven, by the way, pause. Do you know that in Europe, they have an ascension day? Does anyone know this? How cool is that? So my neighbors, they just moved, but they're not Christians. Although why I've prayed with them many times. I love them to death. They just moved to New Jersey. He's a professional soccer player. And that he got moved to be a manager of a team, which is what's kind of like being like the manager of the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, like it's a big deal. And um, they like don't have Halloween there. So like he thinks Halloween's, you know, ridiculously funny because they never had that growing up. But she said, but we do have Ascension Day. And I'm like, what? She's from Texas, went to Amsterdam on a uh, youth, uh, kind of a college youth program. What am I trying to say? Like kind of studying abroad, but it was in college. So she meets him at international night at a bar. Hysterical story. And now they're married with three kids. Anyway, they celebrate Ascension Day. So all these people that aren't Christians, you know, they get days off work and it's Ascension Day. So the day that Jesus ascended into heaven, they celebrate that day as a national holiday. Like, doesn't it blow your mind? I think it's so cool. So on Ascension Day, whatever day that, you know, that was. So Jesus in Matthew 28 is saying, go, make disciples of all nations. I had the great pleasure of having Michelle Myers. This is going to sound really weird, but in my ear and in my bed from the day that Lee passed to the day of his celebration. And by the way, she's about this big. So we could have fit like three more people in my bed. And I, like, I didn't, even, I didn't even know she was there. I'm like, oh yeah, oh, I forgot she's there. And um, it was actually very sweet and comforting. It's like having a sister, you know, there with you. And so she said, you know where it says, uh, go and make disciples? I'm like, yes. She goes, do you know what go in the Greek means? I'm like, no, tell me. I mean, she's a wealth of information. Like, I, I kind of want to go back, go to seminary just for this. And of course, she's like, don't go to seminary. Just pay me and I'll, I'll teach you everything you need to know. I'm like, fine. So we, we many times think of go as, okay, as you go to um, your mission trip, as you go to church, as you go to your women's Bible study. In the Greek, go means you're going you're to die. This is one of my most favorite things that I've learned this past month. Not go as if you, when you go to Bible study or church, it's as you go. So not go and make disciples of all nations. As you go, make disciples of all nations. As you go to Target as you pick up your kids from school, as you go to the gym, as you communicate with people online, as you send sort of rude texts to people. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. As you go, and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, well, I feel that that's true. I 100% feel that's true in life. But think about that. Even back then, Jesus wasn't saying, okay, as you, you know, give up your life, you know, and give up everything and go. It's as you go throughout your day make disciples of all nations. And one of the biggest things as you go means is as you live your life. And what I mean by that is everything that we do gives people a knowledge about you, whether you say anything or not. We were told this years ago, Jackie and I, um, I think it was by Shalene or maybe it was by Brian Tracy, who you know was like slammed into our head and I'm so thankful for it. But people don't remember what you say, they remember how you make them feel. Okay, and so just think about that for a minute. Think of someone's name that like I could say right now and you're like, ooh, and then someone else's name, you're like, oh, I love them. And it's not necessarily you remember, you know, like uh, Liz saying something in particular. You just think, 
I love her. I, I love how she makes me feel. And a lot of that, you guys, I believe has to do with the light of Christ. And of course, their kindness and things like that. But I, we've had more people say to us, and by the way, my favorite comments, you guys, have been from men. Like, I love what women say. We're sisters. But a man to reach another man that they've, that has never, they've never met each other, that's impactful. Men are hard. They're tight. They're like tough, proud drums, like zoop, all zipped up. And they're like, I never met your husband, but he helped me draw closer to Christ. And I'm like, how? Like, I want to know the details of it all. But here's the thing. If we're living our life in this love, in this love, as we go, there's going to be something that draws others to a deeper relationship. It's going to be something that draws others out of that hard, like judgmental, angry shell to this soft, open stance when you see this person. Because what it does, you guys, it drops the gates. It opens them and it allows you to infuse in their life. It allows you to give something to their life. And when the time comes, you represent Jesus. They're going to be open and willing to receive it. Because if they like you and they trust you, it's a fact. People will be so open to it. And I think that this is all part of what we've got to do and what we've got to become. And I know we all live different lives. I know many of us work many, many hours. Some of us work from home. Some of us are moms. Some of us are retired. And by the way, I freaking love this community. We're connected for a reason. But as we go, we should love and we should, above all, in my opinion, be disarming. Like, you've ever met someone that maybe they're just unbelievably beautiful, but there's something about them. Like, they don't make you go, huh. They make you go, like, I don't know what it is. I just, huh. You know, and I want to be closer to them. And there's something I love being around them. I, I very much believe that either that's Jesus' light shining through them or God's drawing you to that person. And not only do I believe that happens all the time, but I think we should be those kind of people. Is any of this landing? Is any of this making sense? So I want to lovingly encourage you to go to Matthew 28 um, and just read that. I mean, it's so cool as you go. And, and you can Google the Greek. It's fascinating. Like what our language, the words we use and what we think it means. The Greek, it's like one word means like this whole paragraph. And you're like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Let me just reiterate. The first scripture I read was John 13, 34 through 35. That is about how we are supposed to be love. First and foremost, love. We will give these away in a minute, but I want to read one last thing to you. I'm going to try desperately to get through this without crying, but uh, Michelle and I talk about my friend, Michelle Myers. Please follow her if you don't already. You won't be sad. Um, which, by the way, she's this big and like 30. How are you that mature and that close? To, you know, just she's just amazing. But she said, I want to read something to you. A friend of mine sent. I think it, it might make sense. And I'm like, bring it. And I, this is why I'm reading this to you. In case you have a friend like me, by the way, we are friends, you and I. But in case you have a friend like me, in case you don't understand grief, in case you, like, I don't like sad. You guys, I don't like anything negative. Like, I will run from a mean girl in five seconds. If it's too, I'm out. You know what I mean? I just want to smile and have fun and love on you. I would rather do hair and makeup and talk about Jesus and let's go, I don't know, let's clean your office. Let's do something, you know, good and fun. Just how I've always been. But I have had in the last three years, God put me in the middle of the thickest grief ever. And I don't know why. And I, I, I can't think about the why, but I can only believe that it's to draw me closer to him and to get me to another state. And what I mean by that is get me to another level of Christian maturity. I don't know. He wants to pull me through something for a reason. And these are things you can't go around, the things you have to go right in the middle of the storm of so Michelle goes, what do you think about this? 
Do does this feel at all like what you're going through? An old man used a metaphor of a shipwreck to then describe the way grief affects a person's life. As for grief, you find it comes in waves. When the ship is first wrecked, you're drowning. There's wreckage all around you. Everything floating around you reminds you of the beauty and the magnificence of the ship that once was but is no more. And all you can do is float. You find some pieces of the wreckage and you hang on for a while. Maybe it's a physical thing. Maybe it's a happy memory. Maybe it's a photograph. Or maybe it's a person who's also floating along with you. But for a while, all you can do is float. And you say to yourself, just stay alive. In the beginning, the waves are 100 feet tall. And they crash over you without mercy. They come 10 seconds apart. And don't give you enough time to even catch your breath. All you can do is hang on and float. After a while maybe weeks, maybe months, you'll find the waves are still a hundred feet tall, but they come further apart. When they come, they still crash and the water rushes all over you. You can breathe and you can function, but they still come. You never know what's going to trigger your grief. It might be a song, a picture, a sweet, a, a street intersection, the smell of a cup of coffee. It can be just about anything when the waves come crashing. But in between the waves somewhere, there's still life. Somewhere down the line, and it's different for everybody, you'll find that the waves are only 80 feet tall or 50 feet tall. And while they still come, they come further apart. You can see them coming now. An anniversary, a birthday, Christmas, landing at DFW. You can see it coming. And for the most part, you've learned how to prepare yourself. And while it washes all over you, and you know somehow it will again. You come out on the other side. You're soaking wet. You're sputtering. You're still hanging on, trying to find pieces of the wreckage. But somehow you know that you'll come out of it. I don't know where this came from. That's exactly what it feels like. I'm happy to share that with you. If you're like, oh, Mindy, I have a friend who just lost. I've actually just recently found three ladies who've lost their husbands in like in the past two months and we've kind of connected. And so I shared this with them. If that, if that helps you, I would love to share that with you, you know, to help someone else, but I'm going to end today and we'll end with a prayer and our um, drawing. But I want to share with you one more thing. This is very interesting, but the headmaster at our school which by the way, we don't go to a Catholic school, but, but like, that's her title of like headmaster. Like, I'm like headmaster, but she's, she's amazing. And she became, I'm sorry, I'm finding it real fast. She came to our school the same year that she, and she, she's older. She's probably late fifties, early sixties, which by the way, is not that much older, but, um, she came to us the very same year that she lost her husband of cancer and eight months later lost her adult son of cancer. Like, I have been in awe of her. And then she came to work. She's just the most amazing, solid, get-it-done, real person I've met that also, we have this cancer connection. So I sent that to her, and I'm going to end here. You've got, to, you've got to hear what she wrote me. So I sent her that, and I'm like, do you feel this way at all? Because I feel this way. And, and, and hers has been, let's say, three years. That happened maybe three years ago. She said, Mindy, I think this is beautiful. I have spent lots of time in the ocean and I've always loved diving under the waves and letting them wash over me. 
Some of the best counsel I had last year with grief washes over us in waves. The best thing we can do is to let the waves come in and do the will of their washing. When I feel one coming, I ask the Lord, let the wave do your healing work, God. He won't let the waters overtake us. I see myself sitting in the shore break and the waves coming over and over me. Some of the waves are bigger than others, but these days they seem to at least recede more quickly. So this is her texting me this. It's like she's writing, she's amazing, like writing me a book. And of course I text her, I love you, thank you. I'm kidding. What one more part. And she says, I'll tell you that there was a night when I fully accepted that there was nothing else I could have done for my son and my husband. And I howled like some sort of animal. My dog and my cat looked at me with such concern, but it was as if they also understood. Let yourself grieve. It requires time. It cycles. It's like a spiral staircase. Each time you end up a little higher than before. Events of the past several weeks have knocked me down a few flights, but here we go again, ascending. I love you dearly. First of all, how cool is she? So she just texted me that after I sent her that. But I, I dearly pray that you won't ever have to go through anything like this. But I, but no, but thinking that you won't is also thinking that everyone's going to live forever. I know that it's a part of life. Uh, someone passing, you don't ever think it's going to be your very handsome, young, you know, really fit husband. But God does what He does. But God is showing me so much through this that even if maybe you haven't had a death. I believe that that whole wave thing is like a metaphor for life. Like think of the hard times you've been in. Think of the things maybe you might be dealing with right now. I think of the repercussions of divorce even. Um, I've never told you the whole story, but I was married to Andrew's dad and he just kind of didn't want to be married anymore. And, and, and like, that was so so heartbreaking. And it was the, the loss of a dream. It felt a little bit like a death, you know what I mean? Cause he just kind of plucked himself out of our lives and wanted to do things that married people don't do, if you know what I mean. And um, I just was like, what? This is not at all who, you know, who we are, but maybe I, maybe that was who I am and not who he was. But anything like that, it comes in these waves. And, and to think of wherever you are in your life, whatever position you're in, I believe that that's such a great metaphor through God wants to do things through the waves. And when she said, God, she said, I want the waves to do their will. God, do the washing through this wave that you want. And I think we want to so bad not feel the pain, but it is only through that fire that we're refined. It is only through that pain that we grow. And I pray, I promise we will not have this level of seriousness and sadness on all our calls, but I don't know how else to be right now. I'm doing my best. I mean, I have, like I said, makeup on a bra and a shirt and I curl my hair, which is ginormous. Um, but that being said, I'd love to hear from you. If you have time, if you would just do this and maybe unmute yourself, I'd love to have, love to hear from you for a second. Suzanne, go for it. Hi. Hi, honey. I just want you to know that you're loved and prayed over. Thank you so much. I love your, your emails. She sends me a prayer day. Like I'm printing them off and putting them in this book. I can't even with those because they're amazing. Woo. Thank you so much. Does anyone have anything? I mean, anything to say about grief, anything that uh, maybe God is showing you right now? I'm happy. I, I mean, I'd love to hear from you. Anyone? 
It's okay if you don't. Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes, girl. Yes. Okay. I want to start by saying I love you so much. And you and me meant the world to me. Um, it's hard, but your strength gives hope to anyone that gets near you or hears you or sees you. Um, you know, Tisha lost her husband on my birthday, and she's still dealing with that. And even she has said that she just prays to have strength like you because you are... You know it's Jesus, right? You know that, Yossi, right? You know it's Jesus. It's not me. Like, I didn't do this. I don't want to, even. I I would rather sit in the bed in sweats and watch the Netflix uh, documentary Cheer over and over again, which, by the way, I binge-watched that this weekend. If you like cheerleading even this much, please watch it. It's fascinating. No. Your your obedience is what carries and shows through. Because it's the hard things that we don't want to do. Oh my gosh, yes. And the Holy Spirit prompts us to do. And we have a choice yeah. to obey or to be like, I don't want to. And you're, it's your obedience. Yeah. And I love you for that. I love you. And it's, please know, it's just all Jesus. I just, I love hearing from you though. Anyone else before I do our little drawings? Yes? Jo- Jovet. Oh yes, I can't wait to hear from you. All right. Hello, my love. Hi, honey. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Well, two things. I listened to the podcast first and loved it. Thank you. Loved it. That was really that was really hard. I did not want to do that. It was good. It was so good. Very encouraging. And then I saw the funeral, so I started watching and I am cracking up. Y'all if you have not if you have not watched it, just please do it. I'm gonna it'll be released today. I got my podcast guide to you know extract the audio. It's freaking hilarious. Jackie, is it not funny? Deidre, is it not funny? Like, they were there. Like, we were like, it has to be, of course, God glorifying, but it's got to be funny. Because of all things, Lee's funny. You know what I mean? Or at least, like, him and other people. He makes it, like, super funny. So I'm so glad you took the time. But anyway, it'll be on audio, too. Sorry, go ahead. No, but I'm just saying. So I started watching it. I'm cracking up. So I, I paused. I'm like, okay. So I told my husband this weekend we need to watch it. He's just like... Why do I need Right, to right. Who would ever watch a funeral? Right. Like, you don't understand. You have to watch this. So he finally watched it. He's cracking up. Yep. And then he paused, like midway through, he goes, I guess, I think I, no, he said, I think I know what you're trying to say. I'm like, what? He goes, funerals are homecoming and they're not supposed to be sad. And that's exactly what it was. Exactly. You, y'all are among the top three funerals homecomings I've been to and <laughs> I'm adding more stuff as I go along. Yes, I'm, I'm in the running. running. I'm in the running. <laughs> but I love you, girl. I love, I love you, you so much. Hi, Lisa. I just saw you there, Lisa, my forever friend. She's probably about to go flip a house. She likes to flip houses. Can we take a picture? So we're going to do two. So would you just maybe like wave and let me take a picture of us? You guys, one, two, three, smile, look cute, wave. Yay. Okay. And I'm going to do one more. So you're gonna do it one more time because there's two pages of us. Um, will you do it again? Ready, wave, one, two, three, Hi! Beautiful, so beautiful. Okay, well, I don't wanna keep us, but however, I, I don't wanna rush you because I've got time and I know that you have a life. I just, first of all, wherever, whatever time zone you're in, thank you for being here. If you wanna do, like, like you see Andrea Abbott, see her girl, girl doing her life right now. And I love that. I'm fine with that. Here, here, Here's what we're going to be doing each week. I'm sorry, I was supposed to say this earlier. You're going to hear from me three times a week. And, you're, and if that is too much, tell me. 
but one will be a recorded audio prayer that you can just listen as you're doing your meal prep, as you're getting ready in the morning, before you go to bed, and that will be on an email. You'll get that from me, plus, hey, the call's at this time, here's our guest speaker, this is what we're doing, okay? Then you'll get the call in the middle of the week. It'll always be on Wednesday. I'm still playing with the times. You know, I wanna be gracious to you, but also, um, I can't do evenings now, just because it's only me now, and before Lee you know, could've helped me with that a little bit, but we'll, we'll play with that as we go, and then you'll usually get one more in the week. And that'll be any discounts that that guest speaker gave us, any tips I have for you, fun videos, anything that will help you maybe with, you know, our new Bible study we're going to do, but also it'll always be the call recording. So just want you to know that I'm not going to bombard you with a bunch of stuff, but if you were, if you respond to that email, it's coming to me. You can always, um, message me on Facebook, Instagram. I get my emails better though, but, um, if there's something you want, if there's something you need, I really I would love to talk about this, or I have this girl that I love. She might be perfect. Let me know what you think. I will take anything. Sherry, why are we like twins today? Y'all look at Sherry. I just need the, I just need the necklace. We're like, we're like twins. You're so cute, Sherry. Um, but anyway, so just want you to know that. And so you have consistency, you know what's going on. And then if there's something you want, let me know. I'm hoping uh, that when we do the Becoming a Woman of Excellence, that like once a week I'll record like a video or maybe twice a week. I can put it in our um, membership site like we did with the beginnings of the 25-day countdown to Christmas. You guys, last thing before I did the drawing. Do you know that I would have had a video for every day of that if Lee hadn't gone to ICU? So I had done that many in advance and I was like, well, then I'll do, I just want you to know that I, I, I don't ever want you to feel like you're being gypped, but no one could control what happened. I know y'all get that. But I mean, I've had a few emails from people and I'm like, how could you ever expect me to do anything? And by the way, it's 60 cents a day for you to be here. Like that gets me to pay my assistance and helps me with our next thing. You know what I mean? Type of thing. I just love you. And I'm not being rude. I'm just, I cannot even express what it means for me, for you to still be here. Um, on day 10, I had written that a month before. So on day 10 was when we were in ICU. So December 1st, you know, we got in ICU, I think on the 8th and I'm reading day 10 so I could do the audio recording. And it was as if God had me write that to myself. So if y'all have that, if you printed it out and just want something to do, you got to look at day 10. I'm like, I talked about it on the podcast, Jovette, you probably heard it, but uh, my friend Christine and my friend Melissa were there and I'm like, read this. And they were like, and I'm like, I wrote that. I'm not that smart. You know, and, and, and they were all like, it's God. God had preparing your heart to tell that story and give that give those scriptures that day. It was unbelievable. All right, let's finish. And I'll finish with a prayer when we're done. But two of these, and I have two of these. So let me go. I have a friend on here who's giving me names. Oh, wait, no, she's texting me. One second. All right, she has pulled up four names. First name is Andrea. Andrea, making her, making her meal prep. Andrea. Would you like, you feel free to unmute yourself. Would you prefer the mug or the spa card? Let's go with the mug. I don't know about the spa, but I'm in a very tiny area of Kansas, so we'll go with the mug. Kansas, hey, I was feeling you this week. You know, we had tornadoes. Yes. Well, I'm from Wichita Falls, so I've been through every tornado. Probably you've been in Kansas, but um, there's that. All right, so what I need you to do, Andrew, is send me an email. You can send it to Hope and Struggle. You can send it to the babes. You can send it to Mindy. Say, hey, it's Andrea. I got the mug. Here's my address. And then I will show up. I will show up in, on your front doorstep in Kansas. All right. So, oh, wait. I'm looking at my phone. Okay. Delana also said, 
Liz! Is Liz still on? Yay, Liz. Yay! Okay. Hi, honey. Would you like the spa card or would you like the mug? I'll take the spa card. Yeah. All right. So, Liz, I need the same thing from you. Send me an email and uh, let me know your address and I will get that to you. All right. Here, Thank you so much. You are so welcome. All right. We've got two more. All right. Delana said, Tara. Oh, O'Brien. Did I say that right? Tara, would you like a gift card or a mug? Okay. Uh, um, I'll go with the mug. Okay. Can you email me? Say, hey, it's Tara. I got the mug. Absolutely. All right. Thank we, you. You are so welcome. All right, we got one more gift card. Angela, where is Angela? Are there more, is there more than one Angela? Because I know Angela Mack, I can get her. She's one of my coaches, I can get her. There. Angela Mack, you got a small gift card. If you don't want it, uh, let me know, but you're gonna get this in the mail. Yay! Thank you guys. So next guest speaker will be, Angela, you gonna talk? Uh I'm at work, so. I love it that you're working on the call. Yeah. I know. So. It's okay. Thank I'll, you. I'll write you a doctor's note to be on the call. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm going to pray. And just for next week, we will have um, Crystal, who I can't think of her last name at the moment, but she's Boss Queen. She is, that's her, her company, but she has earrings and she has pajamas and candles. And so she's going to come and tell her testimony. She's going to come and tell a little bit about her life. She's an ex-Chiefs. A cheerleader, and that may be like, oh, to you, well, to me, that excites me to no end. You, know, I love anything like that. But just her story, what Jesus has done in her life, and it's so so cool. You're gonna love her. She's gonna be on next week. I'll give you all that information. Let me pray, and I just have to tell you how much I love you, and I, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for just taking the time. And even if you are on these as you go about your life, okay, I don't care. Let's just connect. So let me pray with you guys. <sighs> Dear Heavenly Father, God, oh, you are so gracious to me, God. You are so good. I praise you, Lord God. I, I, everything, it feels so like it's falling apart and loose ends everywhere, but there's this weird, like, magnet, this weird gravitational pull, Lord God, that's keeping everything centered. It's it, it's far out there, and it's not really in control, but Lord, I still feel you. That magnet, that grounding is you, God. I love you. I know that you can reinforce the foundations that have changed in my life. You can reinforce those, God. I know that you can, and I trust you to do that. I thank you for everyone here. Lord, I lift them up to you. I ask that you touch them today. I ask that you, Holy Spirit, you prompt them to do those things you want them to do. Let them act in obedience out of love for you. Let us start to put away selfishness, Lord God, and, 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 and do things out of love and obedience, first and foremost. Lord, I pray that you will show them that you're real. I pray that you will be with my friends, Lord God, who are hurting, who, who are confused, Lord God, who are struggling, who don't really know what to do, or people that inside their hearts know that they're supposed to do more. God, whether that's with the business, whether that's with the ministry, whether that's even with their children's school, whatever it is, Lord God, please give them not only the strength and just the guts to do it, but Lord God, go before them. Prepare those people's hearts and minds that they need to speak to. Prepare those people's hearts so that they're ready to hear from them. Lord God, I pray for all of our friends that don't know you. Please let us be that light and that person that loves, you know, seeing seeing someone because there's just something about them that's different. And God, and I just pray that that light that shines through them, that they will somehow someday know that it's you. And Lord, I pray most of all that people will know that life is more fun with you 
than it is without you. I think we think that we're going to have to like not do this and not do that and all these things to be a Christian, Lord God. That's not it at all. It's about a relationship. It's about loving first, Lord God. And please, you gave us the best example. Please let us walk in that and let us get to be more like you through that, no matter what our lives hold for us right now. Lord, I love you. I lift up these ladies. I lift up my boys. Lord mm-hmm. God, just please help my emotions. I pray for emotional stability. And, and I know that that's not really something to grasp at the moment, but Lord, I just need you to lock me down, even if it's for a couple hours a day and let me get things done out of obedience. And then just help guide me through the rest. I love you. I thank you for what you've done already. And I just thank you for Lee. He's the best. I miss him so much, God, but I know that you have reason. And that's where my hope is, is that not only he's in heaven, but that you have purpose for us. I ask all this in your name. Amen. All right, you guys, I love you. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. 